Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Sharp Tongue Podcast. It's your girl, Jessie May. I'm coming to you from Colorado. Colorado Springs, Colorado. The wonderful, wonderful land of legal weed, hippies, and people who think Bernie still has a chance. (laughs) A lot of people out here with Bernie bumper stickers like he's still got it. I am on another cross-country trip. Going across country for two months this time, and uh, gonna visit my family. Got some road work. We're shooting season two of Game Changer for Top Golf, so check that out. That's on uh, Top Golf's YouTube cha- change. <laughs> uh, Top Golf's YouTube page also available on Instagram TV, IGTV. And all places where you can get uh, fishing poles. That's a lie. I am. Uh, I saw something really crazy driving on the highway. I saw Amish people, which isn't that crazy, but they got out of uh, a Honda Civic. <laughs> they got out of a Honda Civic, and the woman was in like a hot pink hemp dress and a bonnet, and the dude had like a you know, Jebediah beard and a cap and like a wool suit, but it was also hot pink. So I don't know if I saw like B-roll of Amish Mafia. TLC, I believe that's a TLC show, the Amish Mafia. <laughs> I don't know what they do. What do they do on the Amish Mafia? Yell at Ichabod for stealing his eggs. <laughs> oh, he sure is. Yes, ye, ye people of the Lord, you stoleth the eggeth. From the Lordeth. <laughs> I don't even know how they talk. <laughs> but these people seriously had on a hot pink outfit. It was, it was the craziest thing I have ever seen. I have to be honest. I was, I, I was high. I did hotbox the car. Okay, and I'm not saying you should do that. You should or you should. Allegedly, I hotboxed the car. But I definitely know I saw Amish people on the side of the road in hot pink suits get out of a fucking Honda Civic. It could have been a commercial for Honda. Like They're like, hey, even Amish people want to drive us. <laughs> you know, um, I stopped by my favorite stop, Mystic Springs in Monroe, Utah, my favorite hippy-dippy spot. And um, I got like a little freaked out just because I'm on the road. A lot doesn't mean like I can handle everything and I'm not scared of stuff. So I I Googled how to survive a bear attack. I don't know if there's any bears in Utah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a couple guys who are living in the closet. But I, I, I just didn't know. I didn't know what to do if a bear showed up. I think it's an important life skill, you know, like knowing how to do a tourniquet knowing how to set a bone, knowing what to do when a bear shows up. And let me tell you, Google, Internet, told me three different things, three wildly different ways of surviving a bear attack and what to do when you see a bear. So let me, let me read you a couple of the ways. When you Google in what to do when you see a bear, um, about four different things show up. Here's the first thing that shows up. If you encounter a bear on the trail or in your campsite, stop what you are doing and evaluate the situation. Evaluate the situation. Uh, there's a bear. There, I evaluated it. Identify yourself <laughs> by speaking in a calm, appeasing tone. So you want me to dirty talk this bear? Hey, how you doing, baby? <laughs> yeah, I see you looking good. I see you working with all that bear jelly. Appeasing tone. First of all, I don't know what's appeasing to a bear. Because what's appeasing to me and a bear might be two totally different things. You know? I like the sound of Tom Jones singing Pussycat. I doubt a grizzly's going to enjoy that. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. A bear attack. That's a guaranteed bear attack. It says back away slowly, preferably in the direction you came. Okay, who wrote this? 
Who wrote this? Because if I back away from something, uh, I'm probably going in the direction I came because I'm backing into the trajectory which I was previously a part of. (laughs) It says walk, don't run, and keep your eye on the bear (laughs) so you can see how it will react. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I find this so funny? Let me, yeah, no, guys. Meanwhile, your whole, all of your friends and family members have ran away. (laughs) They are gone, clear through the bush. And you're just like, guys, go ahead. I'm just going to see how he reacts. (laughs) This also, coincidentally, is how you survive rape. Um, Let's see another one. What you should actually do if you encounter a bear. Oh my God. Oh God, this is so funny. This is so freaking funny. Okay, what to do? Let's see another one. Let me see. How do you, here we go. Here's another one. Stand and face the bear directly. Hi, I'm already shitting my pants. Never run away or approach him. Um, listen, what if I've done shrooms in the woods? Because I'm going to want to approach the bear. I'm probably going to want to approach the bear and ask him and ask him about his childhood. <laughs> Make yourself look as big as possible by spreading your arms or better yet, a coat. Excuse me? Now I'm doing charades with this fucking Kodiak? Are you serious? Are you for real? Make as much noise as possible by yelling, bang, banging, <laughs> Are you using other noise-making devices? Okay, guys. Tell me this is not the antithesis, the complete dichotomy of what we were just told. <laughs> Before, the motherfucker's like, yo, play Barry White. And finger the bear. Now it's like, yo, scream at it. Yell, hey, <laughs> yell racial slurs. <laughs> and slam pots and pants. <laughs> First of all, how long are you out in the wilderness? That you've packed calf, calf on Oh, you just got your Gordon Ramsay eight-piece set with you <laughs> out at Yellowstone National Park. Okay, good luck surviving the bear attack. <laughs> Cut to the scene in Revenant, where Leonardo DiCaprio is getting his asshole eaten inside out by a bear. Oh God, do we do an? Should we do another one? <laughs> What to do if you are confronted? What to do if you are confronted by a bear? I'm just picturing this bear being like, "Can we, can we talk for a minute?" <laughs> I can't even read this. I am crying. So, so <laughs> okay, hold on. Ooh. slowly (laughs) pull out your bear spray and remove the safety lock oh okay okay man versus wild let me reach in let me reach into my trusty survival pack that I've obviously spent time packing before I left with my 18 pots and pans let me reach in and get the bear spray, and also remember to remove the safety lock. What is this, a Glock? Is this South Central in the 90s? Oh, God. If it's a black bear, gather together. Stand tall and make lots of noise. Gather together with who? My friends and family are already back at the car. (laughs) You want me to spray this bear? You want me to do its hair? And make lots of noise. 
That's if it's a black bear. Okay, if it's a black bear, you got to get big and scream at it, which sounds racist. This already sounds like a hate crime. If it's a grizzly bear, remain still and calm. <laughs> grizzly sounds so much worse. You want me to be calm with the grizzly? If the bear charges, oh my God, if the bear charges, I'm already dead, Romeo. Shart city. Maybe if you if the bear charges, you should shart. I'm going to rewrite this. I doubt the bear wants to eat shit. But it says if the bear charges, aim the nozzle of the spray just above the bear's head and give it a sustained blast. Just above the bear's head? Buddy, I'm going for the jugular. You're telling me to miss the bear and give it a sustained blast? I am going for the retina. I've got one shot at survival, and you're telling me to give this dude a hairspray. (laughs) You're telling me to spray its hair in place? Fuck you. I can't handle this, guys. So if you're out in the wilderness this weekend, (laughs) good luck and Godspeed. (laughs) Oh, God, I was laughing so hard reading these. I was like, I have to tell them about this. This is ridiculous. So if anybody has any real pro tips, bear encounters, please send them in. I want to read them. Tell me what you did, how you survived, what worked, what didn't, and if you still have all your limbs, (laughs) send them to sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget this bitch, this bitch, Mm -hmm. (laughs) is a segment we like to do, and it's how we deal with um, people in our lives that maybe are assholes and we need to figure out how to just deal with them. If you need some advice, it could be your mom, your sister, your cousin, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your brother, anybody who's driving you nuts, send me the, the story and I'll give you my advice on next week's podcast. Send it to sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. Put in the subject, this bitch. <laughs> So many movies coming out. Zombieland 2 is coming out. I'm so excited about. Go check out Midsommar. It was delightful. I believe Norwegian, some, a Scandinavian of some sort. Sorry, I, I can't. I, I didn't look up what the um, director, who he, where he was from, but it was very delightful. Very um, interesting look on a heartbreak tale and uh, what can go wrong if you don't read TripAdvisor. <laughs> Check out Midsummer. I just rewatched it because it too is coming out soon. I'm very excited about that. Um, a fun one that I watched on Netflix is per- The Perfection with Allison Williams. I really highly recommend it. I just rewatched Side Effects with Channing Tatum and um, oh, what's her name? Zoe De- not Zoe Deschanel. Uh, the girl from the 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 girl with a dragon tattoo, Rooney Mara. So good. I forgot how good it is. It's basically about our pharmaceutical industry and what it does to people. (laughs) Uplifting. Very uplifting. Speaking of uplifting, this episode was one of my most favorites. I reunited with an old friend and just was reminded about his magic and his pure hilarity. He is so funny. I laughed so hard during this podcast. And I think he came up with a new bit during our conversation. I hope to see him use it on the stage because he's so talented. He's got Comedy Central specials. You know him from the bonfire with Big J Okerson. You guys know him from TV and everywhere on the road. He's just delightful and hilarious. The one, the only, the Dan Soder. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Peluso. It's a personal... Look, well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. I talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me.
when Schumer came out and said you can't make trans jokes. Yeah, and I was like, right, girl, ally. Yeah, it's like recording me. I know you're sandbagging me. (laughs) I said I was gonna record. I said it. I'm a straight white dude. I know you're coming for this neck. (laughs) Don't make that noise. Now I'm saying. Yeah. Sex noises. Sex noises around straight dudes. You're just like. But then that—that's too much. That's too <laughs> porn. Even if I saw that in a porn, I'd be like, "Shut up!" But girls do that, don't they? Do that, don't they? Do oh, oh the god, oh when, god! It's like when a, it's like um, that part of when girls know how to do that. It's like a closing pitcher in baseball. Like they know how to get. <laughs> they're just good at getting yeah. out. They're like, "Time to get out." Yeah. Like, ah, like I'm done. Like, like I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, they're yeah. like, I've, I, it's true. It's just like they've had enough, and then they're like, "All right, let's fucking close like let's this let's up. let's get this home run." We're not gonna hit a yeah. <gasps> and she strikes. It. Yeah, just fuck it. Here's the high heat. Like, I'm sorry, we're done. We're done now. The high heat. Yeah. Comedians getting offended by other comedians' jokes. What's happening in the world? It's, well, well, yeah. It's it's not. I feel like true comedians don't get. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Why, you can't put parameters on this shit. It'd be like if a boxer called another boxer too violent. Exactly. We'd be like, what? It's the, that's like, the source of the yeah, thing. Like, you can't be too violent. Don't be too violent. You heard him. <laughs> and you're like, that's what we're fucking yeah, here to this do. This is not a knitting convention. Yeah, what the fuck? We're beating the know. fuck out of each other. I'm surprised at how much and how well you fart and how much uh, you yes. love flatulence. I love flatulence. That you don't have a travel squatty potty. I didn't even know that this was a thing. I just assumed there was only one size, like the regular squatty potty. Shout out Lily from the stand. She uh, <laughs> got me a travel squatty potty, and I have been traveling with it ever since. How does it work? Like, does it, it fold out? Flat. Flat. It's plastic, and then you <laughs> pop those legs out, and you got yourself a perch to gargoyle up on. And is it light? Is it lightweight? Lightweight. Oh my god! I need to get a travel squatty potty. It's unbelievable. It really changes the trajectory and comfort of your colon. How you poop and the consistency of you poop. How many? How many up to a day now? I'm once a day, but just that's clean. it. Just a clean. Oh man, I'm like a two. rabbit. I have like really? I like five travel squat five that's a day. Too much. That's way too much. Is that a lot? That's a lot of shit. It is a lot of shit, but it's quick. No, I get one. There's no remnants. It's just like a you like you want to be like a good bakery. You just want to be consistent. <laughs> Are you saying you day. shit cannolis? I do. Every morning I got a nice <laughs> loaf of challah bread coming out, <laughs> and I cut it off, and I let one more just of some. Yeah, and then it's it's so it's so consistent that I get butt humidity at the same time every day. I, I get, love farts. I get a sit. No, but butt humidity is different. What is butt humidity? That's just when you feel your your the moisture in your butt from the from the from the, from the loaf. Poop, from oh the loaf yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So it's it's a, it's almost like a warm front. Yeah, you're it's like, a weather occurrence. You know how it gets really humid before it rains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's the same it thing in your in your ass sphincter. Yeah, you're like. There's a whole ecosystem of weather in there. And men have hairier assholes. So we're well, like, my last name literally Peluso means big and hairy. No, it doesn't. Ting, it does. Pell is hair and Uso is many. So you got a fucking hairy butt. It looks like Snuffleupagus's eye. Do you wax it? I do a lot to it. I talk to it. Do you just try to talk it down? Yeah, I'm Stop like, yo, we're, it's a, it depends on the weather. Honestly, outside, what, what the butt hair does. In the winter, does it grow thick? And yeah, it's nice. And, it's like a Norwegian uh, pelt coat down there. You yeah, know, you're ready, for the, you're ready for the Arctic. It's, it's ready for your butt to be protected <laughs> by the forest. But then in the summer, it, it thins out? It thins out in the summer. It's just, you have, Do you, you have know, to give your butt a summer coat? I do. Where you come in and just pull it? <laughs> I've, I hair. have to like clean up the bung. I have to clean up the dirt star a little bit. You know, I don't think women get enough credit for how much they clean up. There's a lot. And you know, it's like for Because if I do it, it's just like, if I clean up, even just a little bit of clean up, it's just like, what a nice guy. You look, but you also look like you're going out for a nice evening. Yeah. Like you're going out for a formal evening. Very. That is the tuxedo. It's of a tuxedo of the taint. Care. Yeah. <laughs> a little taint tuxedo. Yeah. I just got my little taint, taint tux. <laughs> Right, hit the there night. is a lot. I think that for me, like ever since I started watching porn, realizing the ve- the the level, the base level of booty care, like where your what your butt should look like. Yeah, I feel like um, I when I see the guys in porn and they're showing the back shot of their butts, I'm like, man, these guys have some clean butts. Yeah, like do they have like a H and M for their butt? Like do they have hair and makeup for their buttholes? Everything's so it's so. I feel like it's clean. I feel like it's take care of your own business. It's you your think own so? product. Yeah. So it's how do you show up? Those girls' butts, though. Like, I worked in a strip club for one day, and I know it's different than porn star sets, but those girls, 
They beat everything up. Like they hair and makeup. They drew areolas. That's crazy. They drew that's, areolas. That's funny to think like. I had in, to say it twice. In football, you know, they put the eye black on. Yeah. And then by the end of the game, it's like <laughs> smeared. And you're like, that guy fought his ass off. And then there's strippers with just areola smudges. And they're like. She couldn't. She danced her heart out. <laughs> Pour she's some sl- sugar on me. She's slamming head into her titties like, <laughs> and she comes out. She's like, oh, it's brutal out there. Uh, Cheyenne, dry on your tit again. And she's like, Cheyenne. Yeah. Your, your areola's drooping. Oh, my God. You have stroke droop areola. Like, How many times have you been out here to JFL? I feel like uh, you've been out a bunch. No, only 2011, 2012. 2017 and now four times i was like holy i just forgot what year it was i'm like 2017 hasn't happened yet that was weird the future 2017 it's weird it's almost like a year that's forgotten right like what happened in 2017 i don't know i remember 2018 pretty well i don't remember 2017 at all what were like did something who did we bomb did we bomb anybody who did we lose which deaths that's always the i'm gonna look up who celebrity deaths. we should google that who died in 2017 michael jackson 20, oh, that's 09. That's oh, well, it was a long dude. time ago. Whoa, sorry. Sorry, pedophile lovers. Yeah, well, Everyone, sorry. Sorry, I have that date tattooed on your wrist. <laughs> we lost our guy. That was our Jordan. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you, that's so funny you say that. Have you heard Andrew Schultz joke about uh, Michael Jackson? No. He, he mentions Jordan as being his hero. It's a great so, joke. No, I uh, I just sympathize. Oh, man, Who we, did lost we, lose? we lost a lot. We lost a light. <laughs> Lighting's out. Um, we got another light over there. Uh, as far as pedophiles go, he is like the top one. Like I assume, if you're an aspiring pedophile, you, he's the, yeah, he's like the you pick up some tricks. He, from he mastered it. The way we the way that we looked up to comics is like pedophiles have to look up to like Jeffrey Epstein. Exactly. Like, you get the power, <laughs> you get the Ep- money. Epstein is the Seinfeld of those pedophiles. Of us, those of us who just like to fuck adults are like, oh, you're monsters. You're all <laughs> monsters. You're all. Abs- oh, dude. By the way, 2017. Who else died? Who'd we lose? Tough fucking year. Was it Mary Tyler Moore? Oh, uh, big one. Bill Paxton. Oh, damn. That's right. Chuck Berry. Oh, fuck. We're talking about farts. Chuck. He's got Did farted. Chuck Berry fart a lot. I used to piss on hookers. Well, I mean, that's just a pastime. That's but just a videos. Sunday. There's, it, like there's like, videos of him pissing on hookers. Yeah, 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 and him farting in this hooker's face. Jay showed me on the bonfire. <laughs> no, there's not. I swear to God, there's this hooker's no. blowing him, and he's like. He's like, hold on, smell this fall. No, he did not. He says it exactly like that, too. He goes, smell this fall. <laughs> Look it up. Did you lose your mind when you watched it? Made me laugh. <laughs> I'm still laughing. I'm, was I'm it smart. an audible fart? It was like... Yes, it's one of those. It's one of those... Like a tight like, butt one? Where she's like, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Like there's high heat. Like, I wonder if you get an extra tip for that. Like if there's an extra charge for being farted in the face. I think if it's your specialty, you just know what you're getting into. Yeah, you just kind of know. It's a plethora of stuff. Who like, else did we lose? Don Rickles. Oh, fuck. Charlie Murphy. Oh, damn. If someone's next door, it just sounds like I'm fucking you right now. <laughs> I am, oh. also, I'm like, Aaron. They're like, how do you... you how is this guy count? just talking dirty by saying dead people? Aaron Moran. Oh, uh, yeah. Jonathan oh, yeah. Demi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that's, that's... That's a lot of fucking deaths, man. 2017, a year forgotten. A it year forgotten so for sure. You're doing solo shows out here. Yeah, I'm doing... I'm running my hour. Are you going to tape? Are you going to do a special from it? I'm doing a special... Oh, we haven't announced it. Okay, don't say anything. But I'm going to in October. Okay. <laughs> do you know what you're calling it? Or you don't want to say anything? I don't know yet. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just... I'm, I'm going to run the hour here, and then I'm going to go to Dublin... Do some shows there, and then I'm going to be at Fringe in Edinburgh. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I'm How many do... specials do you have? Uh, I have two half hours and one hour. I have a Comedy Central half hour, a Netflix half hour, and a Comedy Central hour special. And is, are you preparing for this one any differently than you have for the ones before? Like, yeah, what, what's just, your process? I'm just, uh, I've worked the hour out. I probably had the hour, most of the hour ready by like February. And then I just felt like when I did my Comedy Central hour, I could have worked harder. In what way? Just like done more road dates, ran the hour more. Right. Just like ran it, ran it, ran it. So then... Like committed to it. Yeah. This year I was like, I asked Jay, I was like, is it cool if I take a month off the bonfire and just go to Scotland? Because you just run it every day. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, go for it. So, yeah. Really cool move on Jay's part. It is. But he, I, Jay gets it. Yeah. Of all he's the people in this, he just, but he's just, he gets it. He's so like chill and he just understands the the way it works yeah and, so he, and, he, and he's, he's he's endeared to that sort of situation yeah so it was nice for him to be like yeah dude go fucking go run that he shit. couldn't wait for you to get here he's talking about you every single day he was like soldier's gonna i gotta pick soldier i gotta make sure soldier's okay beep. <laughs> beep, 
be. But yeah, I farted on Winston. The the you farted on well, him. Well, not on him, but in his vicinity. And it was disgusting. Well, I gave him a countdown. I was like, Winston, give me a countdown from three. And he went three, two, one, and I went. And you let it roll. And then Winston, Jay said, Big Jay said, I changed. He said I changed Winston's life. Yeah, I think he said the exact word Jay used for me is you butterfly affected. Winston's yeah. life. Because he was like, he couldn't deal with the fact that this hot girl was farting in front of him. He's like, he did. He said, I butterfly Winston. So you I butterfly flexed him. Have you gone on dates and farted and like men been repelled? Actually, you know, it's funny because I was talking about him last po- podcast. Giannis, like the third or fourth time we hung out, Giannis Pappas, who I dated before, um, we were at a CVS in Hoboken where I okay. lived. And I was in like the snack aisle and he was in the other aisle over looking at cards and I kind of like back alley dog released a fart. Just try to, yeah. It's I just, I, I thought it was going to be quiet, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw it out there and see what happens. And you know what that one is? Is I, if I can tell you how it feels to let one of those go, you feel the pressure. And then you know it's going to be loud. What you try to do is it's like, I like to call those kind of farts drop and rolls. You like want to <laughs> drop the fart and let it roll out. So no one hears it. Yeah. Because sometimes you're you just like throw slow it. release it. Most farts you kick them down the stairs. Oh it's yeah, just you like, just pa 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 pa. abandon. You just let it go. Like, yeah. Pa 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 pa. Right. Those farts you want to be like, <laughs> and you hope you get a. Yeah, you hope it's just you hope it's just air out of a tire. But what happens is sometimes those get caught on the door and they end up falling down the stairs. <laughs> so it's like pa, trump, <laughs> and you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck. It was so loud yeah. that I, I, it was both aisles of people who, great. the guy who worked there came, looked around the corner like I broke something. He was just like. I would have been proud of that one. <laughs> I probably would have been like, fuck, it is what it is. Giannis walked around the corner, didn't say anything, and just walked up to me. He's like, did you just fart? And I was like, I've, absolutely. I've only found one girl I've ever dated that did not like farting. Did there was one girl that was like, that's disgusting. You fart like, around all your girls. I don't fart a- on them, but I fart around them because it's hilarious. My mom right. and I, I grew up with a single mom, so I grew up farting around my mom, and she grew up, <laughs> I grew up with her farting around me, so I don't care. Right. We didn't fart on that's each not other. Most, that's not really a mom thing, so it's like, it's, you know it's a unique like, situation. My mom like, sorry. <laughs> and it's like, it's hilarious. She farted one time. I brought a girl home to meet her, my ex, <laughs> and she got up. She's like, I got to walk the dogs. <laughs> and just let it go. And my girlfriend was like, and she didn't care about farting. <laughs> by the time, by like two years in, she was like comfortable enough to fart. Oh around. my god! I don't care because I just assume you clean your asshole. Right. You you hope. Well, I mean, if they don't, you you're hope gonna find so. out when you, you go down there. And you're like, so. oh, this farts were a warning, not a joke. My mom has only farted like honestly two times in my whole life that I can what? recall, and the one time you. You could you could barely hear it. It sounded like somebody was just slowly opening the door to a crypt. Yep, and then it went, and it just sounded like ghosts were released yeah. into the atmosphere. Thank you. And then it smelled like it. it smelled like it smelled like a tomb. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for my ninety-one-year-old grandmother to crack ass around me because she. You hasn't. think it would be a tight? You think you could hear it? Because no, how are those I butt think cheeks? It'll be like, uh, it'll be like when you take any kind of hallucinogen, you'll just like, eh, what's happening? All of a sudden, everything's different. Ass acid. Ah, acid. Yeah. My nana's like, I've been holding on to that one since Nixon. I'm assuming you saw uh, Segura's mom unleash the it beast. It is the greatest fart. I haven't seen Tom Segura. I haven't seen him since Montreal in 2012. So it's been Whoa. about seven years. Because I'm just never know. Well, that happens a lot. We, yeah. We're on these like weird revolving paths. The next time I see him, I have to tell him how much joy his mother's fart brought in. I life. watched it. We just watched it like three times the it's, other night. Who, who, we were with she, Big J. She locks into a position <laughs> that I'll, that I can respect as a as a consistent farter. She just she if you watch she's the video, bracing herself. She looks down and she's like. It's time. It's like you know in superhero movies when like they have a power that's out of control, and then when they finally learn how to control it, and they have to do like a weird thing, you know, where they're like, "Time to Hulk up." <laughs> she was like, "Time to fart." It was like was so long. Zen focus, like I've never seen. <laughs> it was impressive. Jay was saying all she does. He said he's never seen anybody where all they did was fart. Yeah, that's all she was. She was that was all that was happening in that moment for her. Like it her, was very zen. Like you're right. Like her entire body was like one thing. She was so. Fo- I've never been that focused on anything in my life Did for that listen. long. Here we go. It was like nine seconds long. 
she basically did an exercise it? on a 7. Headspace 7. app. It was, yeah, it was 6.7 seconds. Yeah, it that was. was a breathing technique. Yeah, that's, we timed it on it's the so, radio. So, I mean, that's like something you do for meditation. She meditated out of her asshole. Yeah, she was like, this is the ultimate release. <laughs> she did breathe afterwards. Yeah, like, you know, they tell you to breathe out your back. <laughs> she was just like, I'm breathing out my back. Right. Uh, your show is called Son of a Gary. Yeah, that's because that was supposed to be. I didn't, They wanted a name for a show, and I didn't have one. And, and why did you why did you land on that? Because Jay and I jokingly call ourselves that as our biker gang is Sons of Gary, <laughs> because we're uh, both sons of deadbeat dads named Gary. Both of you guys. Yeah, both of our dads are named Gary, and they both sucked. When did your dad leave? Five. Do you and remember then, that? Do you have any memory of the that? I remember my mom. I remember just my mom being like, "Dad doesn't live here anymore," and you're like, "All right, <laughs> sweet." Was and there then, any guys coming in? Yeah, my mom dated right after that. My mom got hammered at my seventh seventh birthday. Hammered like, at your seventh birthday. She was like, "What was going drunk on?" From the night before. Good for her. Her and her boyfriend, this guy she was dating, Tom, were like drinking mimosas, <laughs> and they got like loose while I was like opening my presents. <laughs> To the point where I was done opening presents, being like, "Hey, do you guys want to chill out?" Kind of ruining. <laughs> this is yeah. my day, guys. My day. Shh, shh, shh. Hi, been waiting for this for about five weeks. <laughs> for about six years. Yeah, so I'm gonna try to pull this in. I'm about to unwrap this Batman utility belt, and I'm gonna need you guys all to focus. I on would me. really respect some you're uh, get, attention. You're gonna get one press. Clearly, you're not gonna get any home movies. <laughs> I need you guys just to be, yeah. I Did you find that. yourself like having to sort of be an adult in a lot of situations like that? Uh, I just was very comfortable. Yeah, my heart, my heart monitor just gave know, out. Right? Oh my God, no. <laughs> no, I'm like, God damn it, finish the podcast. Uh, I remember like being the only kid at like a party and being able to talk. Like I told Jay, I was like, uh, I used to go to the bars with my dad. When so, you were young. Yeah, like five, six, seven. And hang out. Yeah. Like just be there hanging out with the people. I'd get a milkshake. Pla- but, you know, shout out Caldonia's. Gone, gone <laughs> off you remember that? That's the name of the bar? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was in Denver. It was right off Parker and Iliff. Are you from Colorado? Yeah, I grew up in... I didn't know that. I grew up in Denver. My dad's from San Francisco. So when he moved back out there, I'd go stay with him. That's why I'm a Niners fan. And did you... So you got a relationship with him after all of that? Yeah. We kind of got like a... You know, uh, we hung out a bunch. Was it awkward? My dad and I were like father-son fuck buddies like he never <laughs> he never committed but we had like really good times like, well, you know, i was really hoping we'll it was gonna out. get yeah. serious oh that's so funny <laughs> yeah, my dad like never texted me back <laughs> you I, was just like, joke. That's great. I was like i really had a good time and he was like yeah i was like do you have other sons <laughs> like do you hang out with other sons because i just feel like when we hang out we have like a really good thing <laughs> i just kind of hoping this would go someplace and then we just don't hang out anymore. and he ghosts you i just think it's kind of weird that you <laughs> forgot my birthday and then you said you remembered it I just feel like that's weird. <laughs> Do you know? I, I, like, if we're in an open oh. father-son thing and I can be with other dads. Just Dude, like, yeah. that's fucking yeah. great. That's the best that's way to gold. say it. That's exactly our relationship. We were father-son fuck buddies. Do you think it fucked you up at all? Like, Yes, I'm a comic. <laughs> I, I'm not a fucking... <laughs> I'm Your mom's a, name's Trish, right? Yeah, yeah, Trish. What Dish. are we doing here, Trish? Uh, dude, Trish I, is whenever shit. I think of you, I always think of that. What, what are we doing here? Well, yeah. Uh, what was this, that joke? What was that oh, joke? It was about the man in the mirror, about Michael Jackson. Yes. I was like, when I was five years old, it was my favorite song, which is a weird song because it's reflective. It's like five years old is a weird age to be reflective. We're just like, <laughs> what are you doing, kid? You don't even know your own address. And then my mom's in the backyard, like, what are you doing, Dan? I'm like, what am I doing? What are we doing? Here? But she's the shit. She's the shit. She sounds she, uh, like the shit. But she, what'd like, she do for work? She, she lets me joke around about all the men that she's dated. No, Has she, it been a lot? No, it's just been consistent. She just hasn't found. I had one stepdad. Were your parents married? My parents were married, then separated. My mom moved in the neighbor's dad, three doors down. Sick. What's up? Recipe for a comedian. Yo. Steve. Steve. And they're back together now. It's so funny to see recipes, which recipes work. It's always about the the comedian recipe. Yeah, the comedian recipe. It's like you can get... It's like North Italian and South Italian. Yep. It's like you add in some death. You get some you good a little tomato death, sauce. A little touch. Yeah. Touch is different. Touch is like touch, Mediterranean. Yeah. Touch is like yeah. in an island. Yeah. It's like, Lesbos. Yeah. But you're like, <laughs> all right, well, you guys, let's do It's more ceviche based. Yeah. There's a lot of acidity. It's a very specific cu- cuisine. Yeah. Some people can't do the touch thing. And no. I understand that. No, I get it. That's not your thing. That's not your thing. I'm more of a tomato based death sauce. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a it's lot a of. It's a little chunk. It's, there's consistency. A lot of what could have been. <laughs> 
A lot of could have been. A lot of, mom, a lot of things missing from it. So my mom, I like that your mom took a like neighbor and added it in. Yeah, she's put a neighbor in I there. I would say mine took Godfather, dad's oh. ex-best friend. Okay, good. Moved him in. Mm, I like that fragrance. With uh, drunkenly loud bang. Oh, God, that's delicious. At the same time, father dying of cirrhosis. Oh, so there's a oh. lot of... Mm. A lot of anger. God, a that's... A lot of bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> mm, you get some bitterness, but you also get a lot of... There's a lot a of depth, a lot of aftertaste, humor. a death there's, aftertaste. There's, there's, we should there's do a, a nice... we should just do a podcast of comedian <laughs> recipe sommeliers. Let's like, do comedian recipe. Mm, mm. So that's. I'm that getting a um, mm. aunt sleeping with your dad getting, at the reunion of your mother's death. I'm getting a lot. God, of, there's a little bit of a. I'm getting a, a closet fingering session. Mm, I'm also getting an aunt touched your penis. Yes, over a, your pants. a dry hump, a Thanksgiving dry hump. Uh, yeah. Are you getting a little note? Mm. <laughs> Long lasting, a lot of voices, afraid of yourself, <laughs> afraid of, yeah, so your mom moved in and now they're back together. They were Did together. He had, kids? he had kids who lived with us on and off. How old were they? Uh, one was around my age. Dude or girl? Both girls. Okay. So it was my mom had two girls, so, myself and my sister. So you can't, that's a hard thing. Because if it's a dude, the first question's like, did you guys want to fuck her? Right. And because then it's like, then you're a porno category. Yeah. You're like step, 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 step siblings. I would probably totally say, legal. Totally legal. Right? Because there's no blood. Totally encouraged. Very encouraged. Keep I'm sure the there are people who have married who I are. I would like to look that up. I'm sure. There was a movie sister, about it. Stepbrother and sister, and they're like, and they're like, oh, fuck that yeah. shit. Oh my God, Christmas. Wake me up for yes. presents. I got a stocking. Yeah. I got something for you to put I'm in my stuff, stocking. I'm going to stuff you fucking <laughs> something else. That's definitely a thing for sure. But yeah, my That's got to be weird from a parent's perspective. Oh, like, I'm sure. You're like, do you think Ashley and Ryan are getting no. along? No. You go downstairs, just like. <laughs> I'm walk, sure they're playing you Nerf walk, basketball. You just walk in the, you just walk in the basement. <laughs> you go, you guys still watching the movie? Yeah, dad. Yeah. It's definitely a thing that's happened. It's gotta be so weird for you. It's gotta be so weird. And also it's just like I think our kids are fucking. I think they're fucking and is there some sort of situation? Do we have to like Is this a swinger family? What's happening? Do we have to like figure out custody? Like what do we do here? Yeah, it's gotta be weird to tell the other parent. When you tell the outside are, parent, yes, the, the, pa- the one who's like not, yeah, the yeah. dad. Hey, look, hey. I told you you shouldn't have moved in oh, with this dude. Come on. God damn it. Now she's sleeping with his kid. Come on, you couldn't handle this relationship. How are you going to be able God. to handle that? That's incest. That's got to be crazy. It's got to be a thing. You don't thing. think about all the people that it affects when you're fucking your step siblings. But, you know, in their defense, it's the parents' fault for not fucking figuring it out, not working out the real relationship. Sorry, you brought in some fresh meat. Yeah, you brought in <laughs> fresh meat, and we bonded on our own abandonment oh. from the other parent. But that first step towards it, where you're just kind of like, the, who makes the first move? How exciting. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're like, are we about to fuck? <laughs> you know, and then your stepsister's like, no, Michael. And you're like, yeah. No, what? no, no, yeah, not fuck. at all. Weird. That has to be more common than not. Oh, I'm one sure. wants to fuck. And then one who's like, no, but then it just slowly, like they're playing video games and she just slides the hand underneath the blanket. But it's got to be like, <laughs> they probably uh, laugh. There's probably a lot yeah, of laughter. Like, what are you doing? This is awesome. <laughs> but then breakfast the next day. And they're just, there's that tension. Yeah. Where they're like, the mom's like, something smells different about you, guys, you two. You guys are looser. Is there, are you guys, are you guys doing team building exercises? Honey, I think your hormones are coming are in because I smell estrogen. Did you guys do a, uh, did you guys do a trust fall? Yeah. What, did you guys? I I didn't see you leave his room last night. Did you? Then oh, that's cute. It's gotta be weird if it doesn't work out. Yeah. How do you break up with your stepbrother? Oh, we're just kind of like it's over, and you're like, go to your room, and you're like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you're just in it. You're just on the other <laughs> side of the wall. And you're, yeah. You're a selfish bitch. <laughs> I've had better. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's got to be heartbreaking. It's got to be so. And then you have to face them every single day. But then there's the makeup sex where you're like, let's try it again. They move on. Maybe they move on. And then she, and then, then the, the, the sister gets really jealous and starts oh, yeah. like, you know, yeah. sabotaging that oh, relationship. Man, don't. Leaving condoms in the bat, in the bathroom. Don't fuck your stepsister. Don't fuck brother. your stepsister because then like a woman scorned who's your stepsister. Done. Done. The new girl goes to the bathroom and she's like, Oh, yeah. I sucked his dick last night. Yeah, and then she's just like, I fucked him better than you ever will. And he, she's like, oh. Aren't you brother and sister? Not really. Yeah, not really. And we moved in together when we were 11. <laughs> so it's like a weird thing. We've already like, lived together. Do you uh, think you could live with him? You couldn't live with him. <laughs> Only I know him. 
Cody's my lover. No one will ever know him the way I do. I love him. And we used to play pretend together. Then I sucked his dick. And, and then, then I, I really did. Yeah, and then I really did. <laughs> and he yeah, said I was be, his greatest. That's got to be fucked it's up. It's got to be really fucked up. I'm sure it's a real situation. It's absolutely. I bet someone listening is like, I have fucking lived that. Send in your stories. If anyone knows this, if it's a real thing, please, please email me. me. Yes, I will. Uh, podcast at gmail.com. Please. Subject in the line, I fucked my brother. <laughs> or, st- or sister. Or sister. I want to hear the stories. Or if you knew somebody who fucked their brother oh. or sister. I mean, but think, but take it one step further. Think about those towns where they keep it in the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. Fuck, they're keeping yeah. that bloodline thick. That's got to, and it's not like a regal Game of Thrones. No, was like, the only woman I've loved. It's like it's Billy. Yeah, you're like, oh fuck. He's it. like, I can't go. I'm not going down the street. He's like, Stacy looking thick. Man, Stacy, we've got some new shorts from Mom, Walmart. Mom says that you have to kiss me because <laughs> I'm the oldest. <laughs> And that you don't kiss Mitch. You only kiss me. And she's like, Who's All Mitch? Right. Who's Mitch? The, the middle brother. <laughs> Mitch, they say Mitch got to marry outside, but <laughs> I get you. Because I'm the oldest and the wisest. And Spice is like, Well, I don't, I, 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 am I supposed to use my tongue? Or if someone's just super casual about them breaking up their kids fucking, they're like, Y'all do knock it off. <laughs> I told someone, y'all not to fuck on someone, Sundays. Someone just says that and slaps them. Scat! Stop fucking you two. <laughs> like the way they break up a fight between brothers. Yeah. I told y'all to stop fucking. Y'all fucking down here. <laughs> Mom! It was hot. Get your dick out of your sister. Her butt looks good in these shorts, Y'all, I, I told you, Mitch, this is not for you. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's got to be It's fucking. real. Yeah. It's real. Um, that's where Theo Vaughn came from. No, no. I was like, don't backstory him like that. What a, what a fucking weird way to backstory. Oh, God. Somebody. I fucking love Theo Vaughn no, so much. No, he's got a great one because his dad was super old. His dad was? Yeah, and his mom was like young. Ooh. His dad like got it in right before he clocked out. Oh, like old, old? Yeah, like 70, I think. His dad was 70 when he like when he was born? I think so. He no. He a joke about it. I think Theo has a joke. Yeah, like. That's bizarre. But you know what? It doesn't really go the other way, does it? Old woman just banging a young dude with scientifically it with can't just happen. Fertile sap, yeah, fertile sap that's wasted on dusty ass eggs yeah. that are not even there. The that's eggs are the like peace. It's like yeah, we're not meant to to continue carrying it out. It's very strange. What is it up to forty five? What are they comfortable now with women having babies? You can, I mean, you, you can, can pop a couple out 55. at fifty. Yeah, yeah, you freeze your eggs. It's all about the egg because the eggs are what get old. You guys have fresh semen every day. Our eggs are fresh just batches. in there, fresh batch. Also. They were great at Coachella. <laughs> yeah, Fresh Batch. Was that an actual? No, it wasn't. Oh, that does sound like a <laughs> it great does band. sound like a great band. Fresh Batch, their new yeah, album out. Turn a leaf. Retro. Check them out. Epitaph Records. <laughs> Epitaph. Fresh Batch coming at ya. There's science to having Fresh Batch be, you know, the thing that you use to procreate. If if and when so I'm wait, ever you ready, mean, you mean I gotta go shoot my gun in the? You dirt, gotta go, go shoot then three, the, and then let the clip fill up. Yes, and then we I want do a fresh that. clip. Smart. If you're gonna leave, if you're if we're gonna plant the seed, yeah. I want that shit hot. So you're like fucking, you're like dump it out. Dump go f- dump a few. Have some fun. But dump it out for a few. You dump it out for a few. There's nothing left. You gotta well, wait that, a day. Well, that's what I want. I want that like. You want to wait a day? Yeah, that's a superhero kid. Yeah. That semen that's like I gotta fill up the sack. I gotta. Yeah. And then you fill it up, and then you're like go go go. That's go, a go getter baby. But at what time? When do you know the sack is filled? The smell. You're just like, yeah. It's it right. smells full. You just hold the ball. Yeah, it's just, and you go, it's just, it's a firmness it's and a it's a scent. Yeah, and then the balls go up in, and it's. Like, <laughs> I actually have to push your belly button, and they <laughs> pop out. Like, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a coffee machine at yeah. Sirius XM. Like, you just gotta. Yeah. And I'm just standing there. Fresh batch. How was your weekend? Should that be our new? Should that be the new motto for child? Is like, if you're gonna have a kid, make sure it's a fresh. batch. You need a fresh batch. Yeah, there's science to it. You know, you don't want. Do, would you want a baby on some dusty semen? Also, a great band from Coachella. Dusty semen, <laughs> unbelievable. Dusty semen sounds like a country star. It does. It is. She is. We're like, you have not heard the new country until Dusty semen. She is working her way up from Nashville with songs like "Forget About Your Man, It's Our Night" and other things called "Crusty Jizz" with her old backing band, Crusty Jizz. Dusty are are you uh, in a relationship now? What's your What's your status? I'm dry fucking pillows. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just on the road, so I, I got nothing. Yeah, I'm just out there. What was your last alone. relationship situation? I'm alone. Um, 
It was good. It was, you know, comedian, non comedian, non comedian. Yeah. Um, great person. Nothing negative to say. Just didn't work. Just didn't out. work out. Are you a guy who likes to be in relationships? Um, I mean, I know that's kind of like a unicorn. <laughs> kind of. I know it's hard for you dudes to um, battle with that monogamy ideology. Yeah, I don't. I, I I don't mind a relationship. I like a relationship if it's something um, you know. Good. If it's, it's good, like a good person, yeah. Yeah. If you like dating someone, then it just grows into something good. I don't know. I've never. I'm waiting to have like a really good relationship. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, because you're you're mature. How old are you? I'm 36. Yeah. So I mean, you're you're still young, I'm but done hoeing. You, exactly. You've you've got some hoeing underneath your belt. Yeah, I've done. I'm done. Patrice, you get it. You see what it is. Patrice used to have that great bit where he was like, "You got to get your hoeing out of your system before you can like get into a real relationship." Absolutely, because you're always going to want to be hoeing if you don't hoe enough. If you don't hoe enough, but then when you hoe enough, you're like, "All right, let's just." It's just. It, aren't you like you, you're impatient? You're like, I don't want to. I don't. I want, get it. I don't want to deal with the bullshit. I tried bullshit. to sign up for Match.com. Oh, fuck. And then they're like, this was years ago. And they're like, all right. And I got on and I did all the paperwork or whatever. <laughs> and then you get on there. And the first interaction was like a girl being like, I think I'm funnier than you. And you're like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> God bless. I don't want, what am I going to do? I know. It, it's Stay always awkward. And, be like, no. and then you can't date fans. No, you they, can't. Because they know you. In yep. a different light. Yep. So you're just like, and I don't like, to, you know, comedians is like kind of like, it's a coworker. It's And it's also, it, Bonnie and I were talking about this. It's, it, you'd have to find the right ego yes. balance. Yeah. It can't, you can't be like this because yeah. you're going to be fighting all the time. All the time. Fighting and, for attention. And it's also like two insecure people. We yeah. Don't, we don't do this because we're secure. We do this because we're insecure. And it's like. Exactly. We need somebody who's secure in themselves. For real. Every good relationship I see a comedian with, they're just like with a person who's super secure. Yep. And they're just like, yeah, this is what I do. And you're like, oh, cool. So they're just allowed to be the crazy one. Yeah. Okay. Cool cool, cool. 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 Let me Got flourish. It. Let me just kick shit over. Let me just start a fucking fight for no reason. Yeah. It's, um, but there's. You don't want someone that's like trying to get in. I don't know, like like a young comic. I mean, are, do you deal with that? Do you deal with like open mic dudes just whipping dick at you? I was just gonna ask you that. Like, I they don't. No, I don't. I don't really deal with that. But I think it also has to do with energy as well. I think it has a lot to do with the energy you put out. I've never had the energy of like with young female comedians being like, "So you want to?" Yeah, you don't business? put. You never put that like. I'm a male comedian. I'm gonna try and fuck you. You've never put that energy out. Yeah, I don't ever, think ever, I do. ever. I don't. I think I. You're always like you're respectful, and you're you're one of the people who I've noticed, and I remember that that's a lot like Jay, where you treat people just like this. Yeah, you're not. You don't. You don't go at comedians with this hierarchy mentality, even though there kind of is one that does exist. Sure, but I think that's like a natural selection kind of thing, where it's kind of like. Um... Yeah, everyone that works in comedy, I'm just kind of like, yeah, hey, we all work here. Yeah. So why be a dick? Right. You've you've never been a dick, but I've never, I you know, I don't have, I don't put that energy out. Like I, I yeah. never really got that. Yeah. There but are, do you like? I've seen I've seen guys put that out, and I've seen girls put that out of being like, oh, here you go. Yeah, girls use it just the way guys yeah. do, just in I've a different way. Yep, I have too. Like guys are like, so you want me to show you these shows and. Yeah, yeah. you so let me. Sh- you want to book these gigs? Yeah, and then like you want some work, or and then older uh, female comedians hitting on young male or like new comics will be like, I guess we can hang out. Yeah. I've know? seen that with a few female comedians that I know that are still working. I've watched them yeah. with gatekeepers that are in this festival this week. Yeah. I'm like, okay, go ahead. Get in that cab girl. Yeah, go dude, ahead. Get it. Go ahead and get that, Bye. get that gateway D that gatekeeper but, D. But it's weird to think the, like that's how every business is. It is. It's how every single business is, it's and it's how, how it's Apple, always going to be. It's how Applebee's is. It, it's, like, yeah, exactly. Oh, the new bartender's fucking uh, Ron. The Did manager. you hear? Yeah, the new oh, bartender. So they're gonna, fucking. So oh, she doesn't get all the good shifts. Yeah, she's gonna close. She doesn't get all the good shifts. She doesn't have to do any side work. Yeah, she doesn't do. And she's not rolling any napkins. I, be, I used to hook up with my manager when I was a waiter. You can hit that if you want some. Is it? It's a tobacco. It's no. It's marijuana. Oh, nice. You just pull out of there. It's my absolute extracts pod. It's great. So it's one of my favorite. Vape pens that I've yeah, ever what's used. Up? Isn't that nice? It is real nice. Smooth. But I remember being late to work, waking up in her bed, and you're like, <laughs> "Sorry." And she's like, "Let's fuck again." And you're like, "I'm late for our job." Yeah. Uh, are you gonna fire? But it was me? pretty awesome. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." You guys want to know why I'm late? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do before stand up for work? Uh, everything. 
Like, what was your last job before you were waiter. full-time? Where at? A, uh, at Dos Caminos, R.I.P. You Dos must have Caminos. been hilarious as a waiter. No. No? I, well, if you got me, if, if we had a good thing, it was fun. <laughs> Most of the time, I was just like, what? It was all bankers. It was all Oh, like, okay. It was What's all Dos like, Caminos? Yeah, 50th and, you, and Yeah. Yeah. It was all like, uh, it's closed now. Oh, I didn't know that. There was sure. one down near the there's, village. There still are a couple yeah. locations. It's delicious. Th- it, this was like 50th and 3rd, right in Midtown. And I remember that one. Across all... from that bi- the uh, communications building. What was there? It was like, um, I forget what network it was, right across the street. Right, You could walk out of that big-ass building, and Dos Caminos was right across the street from there. Okay. Yeah. Maybe AT&T or Viacom. I forget what building it was. I'm trying to think who's there, because it, ba- it was all stock. Yeah. Brokers and shit when so I was, was there from like 07 to 2011. So a lot of financial dudes. Yeah. I worked there for four and a half years, close to five years. And then I would just be like, no one wanted me to be their waiter because we just had a bunch of cute girls that worked there. So I would show up and be like, hey, what's up, guys? And they're like, <laughs> sometimes they wouldn't even acknowledge me. Where they're like, would you guys like to start off with some guacamole? And they're like, and so that was just, it's weird because. Now I play one of those guys on Billions, so it's weird to be like the guy that didn't talk to me. Someone asked me about that. They were yeah, like, how did you channel How that? did you do research for roles? I'm like, I just got ignored by those guys for four and a half years, and just how like the alpha mentality they would be. Where they're like, dude, she's fucking down to fuck. What's up, bro? We're going to do uh, three El Caminos, one, 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 oh, this pussy drinks Corona with a lime, and uh, yeah, I guess guacamole sounds all right. Uh, and you're just like, I'm just sitting there hungover after bombing at some bar show the night before, and I'm like, yeah, is that what you guys fucking want? Is that what you guys fucking need for the table? Speaking of JFL, one of the only times I almost cried at a table was 2010. When you were bartending? Or I, I mean, was waiting? serving. Yeah. yeah. I was, I did lunches. Like, that's what I did. Oof. Oof. And then if it was real tight, I would pick up a dinner shift. Because mm-hmm. you could make good money. At those yeah, things. that's when you make that sweet, sweet money. You could walk like 200. Yep, cash. Easy. Oh, God, so great. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I have my callback for New Faces in Montreal, and it, it was great. Is this your first time getting a callback? No, this is my, this is my third time getting a callback. Okay. It's the third year I've gotten a callback. Final callback. Yep. Had a great set. Uh, I did Live at Gotham on Comedy Central the year before. So I was kind of like, maybe this is the progression. Yep. And I can fucking get new faces. I get a call from Montreal while I'm waiting tables. And I don't pick it up because I'm waiting tables. And I get a message. And I call them back and they don't pick up. So I go do a spot at Stand Up New York, and one of my best friends that I grew up with that moved to Brooklyn from Denver, he had been living in New York, he was my roommate for a time, and he comes out to Stand Up New York, and we're drinking, and he's like, you fucking got it, dude. They don't ever call you. They've never called you in three years. Why would they call yeah. you? You're fucked. Do it, dude. You're- you didn't get it. You know, like, why would they yeah, call why to would do, they do that? that? They wouldn't what do an that. asshole. So let's go out. So we go fucking drink at Stand Up New York, pile it on, then we go to the Dublin house up on 79th. Yep. And get blackout. Mark Cuban ends up being there. We like make a joke. Shark like, Tank? Yeah. We're like, fucking Mark Cuban. Oh my God, that's Mark Cuban. I knew one of those. <laughs> I had smoking. Yeah. And I was like, this Mark Cuban looking mother, that is Mark Cuban. <laughs> and we drunkenly talked to him for a little bit. The next day, I picked up a double the next day. And I'm so hungover for the lunch shift. <laughs> and then in between shifts, I go to the back banquette and I'm taking a nap. And this is... Uh, <laughs> This is pre-smartphone, so I have one of those folding... Oh, God, like a razor? I had like a folding Nextel yep, phone. I remember those. So I was taking a nap with my Nextel phone on my chest, and it starts vibrating, and it's Montreal, and I pick up, and I'm like, hello? And they're like, it's the both of them, and they're like, hey, uh, we just want to say, loved your set this year. Love this joke, love that joke. We love how you've progressed as a comedian. Just wanted to call you to let you know... You're one of the last two names we crossed off the list to not go to JFL this year. And and I was like, I remember sitting over the banquet and I go, okay, okay. And they go, okay. And I go, "Uh, okay. And then they hung up and I was like, I have to be a waiter for another year. For another. At least, at least another year. And that sinking feeling. And then they were like, hey, Dan, your section just got sat. And I was like, what? Like 362, you got a two top, and you're like, or it was like three top, it's 362. You're like, okay, okay. okay. And so I just 
I put on my apron and I walk over and it's like three <laughs> finance bros. And I'm like, hey, can I, can I start you guys off with a guacamole? <laughs> and they don't look at me. They're just like talking to each oh. other. And I was like, I felt the welling up of like, oh my God. I got to do this for another year. I fucking hate this. <laughs> and then one of them was like, what's up? And, at me and, I was like, and then it was like sad into rage where I was just like, fuck. Oh my God. I remember that. And, it, and that was the worst shift. Oh my God. I think I just went back and punched the chip machine. I'm like, Damn, <laughs> come on. That was a good set. That's like a, that's like a pivotal scene in your, in your movie. Fuck it. God, that's I remember in your that. movie. I remember. So I how much like, longer did you wait? Another year. A, f- a whole other year. And then I got new faces unwrapped. Didn't even get the real faces. <laughs> so thanks. No, but it worked out. I got, I got repped and then I, I quit waiting tables. That happened, to give you a timeline, that yeah. happened in July of 2010. Wow. And I stopped waiting tables in December of 2011. So it was fine. Yeah. I'll, it was like, you know, a little more than a year. Do you remember your last day? Uh, Fuck yes. What I happened? I remember the call I got. So how I got out of waiting tables was I was a brand ambassador for Guinness. Perfect. So like Guinness, I mean, of all people, I know. Oh, oh man, Guinness <laughs> came. Shout out to Julian McCullough. Julian did the job back in '08, and then they were like, "Hey, we're going to start back up this Guinness thing in 2011." I kind of remember that. And the lady was like, "Who should I look at? I, we we need someone without an accent." And he's like, "Dan Soder's from Colorado. He doesn't have an accent. I think this is the guy." And she like watched a video, and you know, kind of didn't really dig it. And then she asked my manager, who I'd signed with. And they're like, we're looking for this guy. And he's like, yeah, Dan Soder. She's like, you're the second person that said that. And he's like, we well, should meet him. So I went and met him. And our meeting was just me slamming Guinnesses. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. So I was like, yeah. Boom. And then I didn't know how it went. And I kind of was remembering. I was like, well, if it's, I remember telling myself, like, if it's $8,000, that's eight months of rent. So yeah. I can quit for eight months. Yep. So maybe I'll quit. And then, um. I got a call while I was waiting tables, and I went downstairs to the locker room, and I picked it up as my manager. He's like, the offer on, and he was like, I remember the first thing he said, he goes, do you have a place, do you have a ditch? Do you a have ditch? A, a ditch picked out. And I was like, why do I have to shoot myself and throw my body in it? <laughs> yeah, and he was like, Jesus. <laughs> That's goes, what I thought. Yeah, he goes, I'm no, like- bury, so you can bury your waiting table clothes. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, Guinness offer just came in. And I was like, what does that mean? And he's like, they're going to pay you almost... 30,000 I think to fucking do and I was like what so I can quit this I can quit this job and he's like yeah it's not gonna start till January and this was December oh so ba- so I remember at that moment being like I can walk out right now but that's not who I am as a person right so it felt better to go to my GM and being like I'm giving my two weeks from today yeah and I was like from t- in two weeks now I'm gonna give you proper notice because y'all have been really good to me yeah let me like take they let you off, take days stand-off. off for gigs and yep. it sucked waiting tables fucking blew but my managers were always super fucking cool. In support of your about being career. Like, if it didn't fuck with them too much. If it fucked with them, they'd be like, ah, fuck, you know, we can't, we need you for this shift. Right. But most of the time they're like, they do never, your thing. They never scheduled me on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. That's nice. nice. Night so they knew I could do stand up. They let me go on the road occasionally if I got my shifts covered. Right. So it was great. So I kind of wanted to be like, I'm not going to be shitty to these people. Yeah, it's not good energy and it won't come back to you in a nice way. Yeah. And also, like, what if I have to come back? Yeah. You never know. I drink hard. That's smart. I might have to fucking come back. <laughs> so I gave him. It might actually weeks. land in a ditch. Yeah. So this could get this Guinness thing could get real nuts. <laughs> I might have to put those clothes back on. Yeah, and you're like, oh, they're all dirty. <laughs> so they. So I gave two weeks, and then my last day was the worst waiter ever in the history of the service industry. I just didn't. Were you? You just fuck it. So like, can I get more chips? I was like, I'm busy, and I'm just drinking a coke, <laughs> talking to the bartender. And they're like, I want chips. I'm like, I bet you do. <laughs> Anyways, fantasy football this year. Who are you dropping? Who are you picking up? It was one of those. It was just a thing. And then I quit. And uh, yeah, and then I worked for Guinness. And then it's just one of those things where you like. You st- it work begets work. And you start yeah, getting you other start work. Yeah, you start parlaying. And then you work. And you get this job. and Start tucking cash away a little bit. And then I got a half hour on Comedy Central so I could start headlining. And then once you get that headlining, you're just like. Out on the head- road. Then you're, you're making that regular you know money. Yep. Then you're just like, now I got a job. Yep. Now I have a job. And, and now I just work. have to keep it. Just keep this All job. All I have to do is just be good at this one job. But I've always. That's the job I wanted to be yep. good at. Yep. So it was, it was interesting to also kind of have the Guinness be the job that I wanted to get out of. Then I wanted to get out of the Guinness job. Because it was like I was, I was like I'm an alcoholic, and I had to quit drinking. 
And then they called me. I quit drinking for six weeks. We did a Guinness run. I remember you doing that. I remember yeah. you working for them. And I got fat and my hair was long because <laughs> yeah. I was just drink. I was drinking nine Guinness a night. And they're, they're a thick beer. That's a fucking. There's iron that's in a that beer. cupcake yeah. of a beer. It really is. And they would have me go on and say such snake oil salesman shit. Like, <laughs> cool. there's only 125 calories per serving. And you're like, Doctors per prescribe serving? this to yeah. pregnant women. You're like, where? Guinness gives you strength. <laughs> um... But it would, and all the Guinness nerds, I was like, I don't care. I know, but the They're pouring like, you know? technique. You're like, did you? Oh, I got. Do you ha- you have to hold the glass at a forty-five degree uh, angle? So funny though. I'm like, well, hold on a second. That's where I started to get real. I go, hold up, bitch. I got great at pouring yeah. Guinness. You're like, wait a minute. I, I know so there is an art to it. Pour. There is an art Woo! to it. And I could drink it in three slugs. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they told me at the, at the brewing. They were like, drink it the Irish way is three, three, or the American way. The Irish is two. It was some crazy shit. I cannot open my throat like that. It was nuts, but I was just drinking Guinness, and I was like, I'm an alcoholic. So I quit for six weeks, and then I get a call from my manager, and they're like, they want to do the tour again for 10 cities, and you're like- Guinness tour again? Did you do it? And I was like, how much money? <gasps> and they're like, almost, it's uh, money and a half of what you got last like, time. I'm guessing I'm like, an alcoholic. Let's go! <laughs> and then I I did it, and I knew when I was going to end. I was going to end in um, March- of 2013 was when the ending was going to be and then i got booked to do my comedy central half hour special which i filmed in february that's good timing just how the world works out they lined up the last guinness date was in denver so i had all my cousins all my friends and i was like this is my last night of drinking and it was that's you've had that's the last time you had any alcohol any alcohol wow march 8th march 8th 2013 have you have you craved it oh daily I was just in Cleveland. I was just in Cleveland at a bar. Uh, I was at Hilarities, and Ramon Rivas was in town. And Ramon was like, yo, I got to take you to this spot. Unbelievable, uh, cool bar with pool tables, and they have good food. It's like a mom and pop place. And like the guy runs the bar, and the woman runs the kitchen. I was like, yeah, let's go. Nice straight setup. Love it. We walk in, good, heteronormative. Yeah, very women in the kitchen. Uh, man's, man pouring back. the beers and handling the money. Throwback. So we <laughs> 1950s. Go- we show up and the bartender's like, oh, she's not here yet. She's on her way. Kitchen's going to open in like 15 minutes. And we sat down at this bar and I told Jay, I was like, and I told Ramon, the back of my fucking jaw started salivating where I was like. From being around the alcohol. No, I was just like, what's up with a fucking room temperature Jameson and a cold <laughs> bud right now? And I was like, I looked at Ramon. I was like, we got to leave. Wow. I was like, we got to get out of here. And he was like, all right. And we walked outside and I had to do like a. Because I just wanted to. Fu- wow, I, could, I dude. could taste. There's still a bar in Queens that I live near that I walk by and I'm like, I want to go in there. And it's about the noises and the smell. I'm sure all of that are like triggering. I was a bar kid, so I just yep. grew up in bars and I, I like too. bar and yep. I, I like the I like the smell. I like the energy of the bar. I like yep. how it's so the dark. lighting. Yeah, it's so dark and you go outside and it's so light. And like, <laughs> but I love get. I also love getting fucked up. So I was like, it is a lot of fun. You do. So I have funny. to say, like, because I haven't seen you in so long. You yeah. look clear thanks your eyes look really bright Woo. you look really alive I not was, that you looked dead before but you were close to a ditch you were damn, closer to a ditch I was damn near there so <laughs> i used to just go i mean my montreal in 2012 i'm walking around these streets and like i was back in 2017 which is fun but last night the year we don't remember yeah the year that no one remembers <laughs> but i was ba- I, I was back like last night after midnight surprise walking with jay and christine i was like i remember walking down the street blackout drunk right. in like 2012 just with the lanyard on and being like fucking holiday and you're just smoking <laughs> cigarettes like fuck this and it's like man what a there's times I miss drinking and there's times I, I, I kind of want to drink but overall there's like I'm just like fuck that shit I got weed. Weed is it's weed legal. is so great. It's just in different places. You right. There's no up. hangover. It, there's also like you freak out. Right, that, that's the worst. But you don't freak out on people. Yeah, alcohol, you like spill your. You can shit get arrested. You could murder somebody. Yeah, you could literally murder somebody. Fuck your stepsister because you're drunk, or your real sister because you're both drunk. That's probably how it happens. <laughs> but it is a thing where weed. I just I I find myself having mild panic attacks sometimes. I do too sometimes. And then you just kind of work through it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's just a little bit what life is. Right, and it's just you sort of dealing with something you're not dealing with. You're like, maybe I need to work that noise out i don't understand people that think 
you're just supposed to be happy all the time. No, that's not. It's a moment. It's not a state of mind. Happiness is not a consistent state of mind. It's, it's not a, realistic. It's, that's crazy. It's, it, it's, that's more mentally unstable than anything else, thinking you should be happy and also portraying but, but that that's a thing you should achieve to be. I feel like pharmaceuticals are just like, you should always be happy. Yeah, are you sad? Why? And you're like, ah, yeah, yeah I'm sad. I woke yeah. up and it was it was cloudy out. But that's just what it is. That's also like sometimes there's days where I think like I wake up and I'm like, ah, this day fucking sucks. And then one of the coolest things in my life will happen to me. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I didn't. And then when I look back at that day, it wasn't that day at the beginning. It was that thing that happened. Right. So you're like, why are you? Yeah. You, 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 get, stu- you get stuck in these. I think people get so stuck in one emotion that they don't realize that the, they all work together cohesively. Yeah. You need sadness. You need happiness. You need all these different things to sort of balance you out. And I think that's that's kind of what I'm learning with like all my relationships, whether it be friendship or like you know, personal relationships. You're kind of just like, oh yeah, this is going to be great sometimes. Right. And there's going to be times where we struggle and we get through it. In the in the struggle, like in the past, I don't know about you, but for me, I was like, anytime yeah. there was struggle, I'm like, Ugh, Gone. this is the end. Yep. This is it. Bye. The second there was a struggle, I was like, <laughs> this is broken. We cannot fix this. <laughs> But then you see everyone in good relationships and they're like, yeah, we just, you learn how to fix it. Yeah, you learn how to just argue through it and realize it's not the end of the world. Yeah. But we're also children of divorced parents and we run when there's chaos. And we're like, bye. And alcoholics, alcoholics. absolutely. As a, you, as a child, you're learning your emotional state from your parents who are erratic on <laughs> alcohol. They're just like, ah! Who like, are drunk on your seventh birthday. Yeah, you're just like, am I bad? Is this bad? Why do I feel weird right now? I'm not enjoying this Batman utility bill. <laughs> what happened? But it really, you do feel that way. It's, it's fucking crazy that you, like, that's why I'm an only child, so I'm just like fucking nuts. Yeah. Because you don't have a sibling there to be like, hey, do, 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 do. Yep. You're cool. Right, or to fuck. Yeah, or just to, <laughs> wow. You don't have anybody to, who calms you down or sucks your dick. You don't have anyone to blow you while you guys are watching Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> what a weird, what a weird thing. If, uh, but uh, like a movie that you, that you uh, inbred to, you know, like a movie that you, where you're like, oh fuck, my sister and I watched that movie right before we fucked. And you're like, That's so crazy. It, it really happens. It really, I, I mean, it's sad. It is sad. Send in the, send in the stories. Where can these crazy people find you, oh, man, Mr. Soder? You're back on the show after these emails get sent. <laughs> I know you'll have to come back and we'll have to address them. Uh, deal. <laughs> Please. Dansoder.com, at Dan Soder on social media. And your specials are available on Comedy Central. Now, stream them on Comedy Central. Netflix. Netflix. And then listen to The Bonfire Monday through Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95. Me and the hilarious Big J. Yeah. Wilkerson. Let's end this. Uh, I'll give my fart noise and you give yours, okay? Okay. I'll do mine, then you go. <sighs> That's cute. That was a good one. Thanks. That's right. an elevator for Squatty potty. Squatty potty. Thank you, Dan. Thank you.